Coming up on TMS, calories don't count on birthdays. 25 footlongs in the office. They are still not popular with the gays. Five guys, five ding-dongs. The Denver turd nuggets. Be careful where you drive your balls. Give me that thirsty gas. Peter O'Toole is huge right now. Pulling Robert Frost out of my butt. Cold, stinky rain and spilled nachos for you. When some Legos come along, you must brick it. All right, I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> Just leave Iris in the mirror universe. Send painted nudes. Never forget Fat Larry. Star Trek communications with Bill. Building Satan's claw machine with Bobby and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Hey, mister, you don't look so good. <sighs> hey, mister, you thirsty? Hey, mister, you thirsty? They give me the gas. The Morning Stream, the next best thing since sliced bread. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to TMS. It's The Morning Stream for Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Hello. Hello. Hey, man. Um, it's Tuesday. And, uh, you know, we got uh, to do a thing. Oh, it's not just Tuesday, everybody. Here, hold on. Oh, I was gonna set this up pre-show and I forgot. Hold on. Okay, watch oh. this, everybody. Oh. Watch this. We're gonna we're gonna okay. celebrate. Oh, should with I watch style. the stream? Yeah, yeah, you should. We're gonna okay. celebrate with style, and I'm now going to play for everybody every short birthday clip I have. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Oh, then then I don't need to watch the stream. This isn't video. This is no, just it's audio. not video. It's just audio. So here yeah. you go. Okay. <laughs> so check this out right here. All right. Okay. okay, we know this one. We're used to her. We know what's up with her. Here's another one. I hope you have a very happy birthday. <laughs> Brian himself doing one of those. Here's another short one. I don't know what this is. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah, we love oh, yeah. her. Classic. She's great. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, how about this one? When's your birthday? When's your birthday? It's today. Yeah. It's uh, today. Yeah. yeah, how about this one? Hold on. I can't believe this. They f- forgot my birthday. No, we didn't. Oh, we got poor it. Molly. Yeah, okay. poor Molly ringworm. <laughs> that was some kind of... <laughs> I don't know what that was. Wow. Brian, happy freaking birthday, man. Thanks, Woo! man. Thanks. Woo! Brian's older now, so that just means wisdom and... Uh, yeah, something. It means... Uh, Prowess. You know, muscles and... and joints and bones don't work as well as they used to and that's uh, right officially on the birthday that happens one more joint will give out each it birthday does. exactly They're like you hear you can actually hear it it's like a it's like a thud yeah. sound a yeah thunk. And you're like, ah, oh, man. Exactly. Well, I didn't need my left leg. Oh, it's fine. Well, thank you very much. And thank yeah, you, happy uh, birthday. Tadpool, for all of your kind, kind words. I'm so excited about my gift, but uh, it got delayed and I'm annoyed. They changed the dates oh. on me, and I'm like, you bastards. I thought I was going to get there on the day. Today should have been the oh, day. Oh, it, it's you'll totally st- fine. You'll still get it, and you'll love it, I hope. I hope yeah, you like it. Yeah, you know it. what? I actually prefer it because, you, you know, like, all right, well, I'll get, you know, some stuff today. Actually got some stuff over the weekend. Got a really cool wallet from Tina over the weekend. Oh. This thing's like a cool little extra wallet, and, like, you push a button. Let's see if I do this right here. Nope. Okay. You push a little button on the bottom, and it goes, yeah. And like ah. all of your your cards and things get kind of splayed out, so you can pull the right one out. Nice, cool. 
Nice. Yeah. Pull the right one out. It's my favorite. Pull the right uh, one out. In the favorite uh, Japanese horror film. Yeah, it was really good. Vampires and all that. <laughs> um, so, so know. getting stuff next week, it's like, oh, well, it's not just today, my birthday. It's all month. Yeah, it's a month. Uh, it's a month you know, of celebration, really. It's a month of celebration. Let's celebrate August. You know what I didn't know, though? I didn't know you shared the same birthday as my nephew, Luke, who we've met in Vegas a couple oh. times. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that either. Man, yeah. and all the times we've talked uh, to him and about him. Yeah, it's never perform a couple of years ago at mm-hmm. the... Yeah. Always surprises me. I'm always like, oh, yeah, right. Luke's birthday is today. And I got I to gotta call or text him or something. See how he's Yeah, doing. totally. Also, Kevin Smith, one exactly one year younger than me. Nice. Kevin Smith he's still pretty, rocking he's it. He's 52 today. Yeah. Keeping it going, keeping it keeping it moving. Brian joins me in the That's 53 right. Club and That's right. You know, water's uh, warm. It's nice in here. Mary Louise Parker. Yeah. Uh Edward Furlong. Oh, Edward Furlong. He's had who a, else we've got. Uh, he had a real easy time in Hollywood. No problems. Everything was great. Um, <laughs> exactly. Anyone else? You got any other famous uh, I remember seeing a bunch of other names today, but I can't remember who they were. Like it was uh let's see. Peter O'Toole, I think. Uh because <laughs> uh, you know everybody cares about uh, <laughs> Peter O'Toole. It's Peter O'Toole, he's hot. He's big with the kids. He's, you know, he's big. Yeah, he's huge right now. Yeah, Peter they O'Toole. love that guy. Oh, here we go. I found a whole list. Let me. All right, here's some obscure oh. ones too. So, you share a birthday yeah. with Theodore Zwinger, the Swiss physician and scholar, uh, who was born in 1533 on this day. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, yeah, but good. he was famous for doing all kinds of cool stuff. So there's a guy. How about this sure. one? Uh, Nicolas Depage, a French classical builder uh, who was born in France okay. this day in 1723. Uh, oh, and then how about great. this one? Here's a good one. Um, oh, shit. Hold on. How about oh. music? I can tell you a few music ones. Uh, oh, yeah. Give me music. Butch, I like Butch it. Vig, yeah. uh, producer, garbage producer, oh, and produced nice. uh, Nevermind by Nirvana. Produced that album. Produced a lot of garbage, right? Right. Produced a lot of garbage. Yeah. Andrew Gold, he had that song, Oh, What a Lonely Boy, back in the 70s. That's nice. a, there's a yacht rock classic. Yeah, love that one. Uh, Jim Capaldi, who was uh, uh, with the band Traffic. Mm-hmm. Drummer, singer, songwriter Jim Capaldi. <laughs> nice. Nice. Not related uh, to Peter Capaldi. No Peter Capaldi. Not really. Okay. No relation whatsoever. Well, I don't know. Maybe. but yeah, uh, Maybe they are. That's a good point. Zelma Davis, who sang The Things That Make You Go, hmm. Mm, things That Make You Go, hmm. Yeah. That's the only song I know. Mojo Nixon. That's all they did, right? Don that, that one song, that was it, I think. They also did Gonna Make You Sweat. Oh. The CNC, the CNC Music Factory. Ooh, maybe we can get uh, Bill to talk about his CNC Music Factory today and that'll be a there's a little connection there's our little thing yeah, yeah. fat larry it's true terminus 1961 <laughs> i saw that i don't know fat larry but fat larry was born on this day in 1949 ah fat and, larry uh, died never forget died in february 2000 yeah never forget fat uh, larry. 1920 bill scott american voice actor and producer and writer he was mr peabody and also played the voice of oh. B, uh, bullwinkle in the old uh, rocky and bullwinkle oh show. that's cool all yeah. right hey rocky yep. watch me pull a rabbit out of my head we found you a good one. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find a more recent here. Okay, yeah, here we go. Yeah, somebody more recent, yeah. How about this one? Um, uh, the rapper Moto Boy. Probably don't care about that. Um, <laughs> Great. Oh, good. Moto uh, Boy. Excellent, <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, I'm trying to find one that I recognize. Uh, let's see. Let's get into the late or the early yeah, 70s I think you here. Gotta, like you got to move into... 
Because the minute I hit the 90s... Charlie XCX. I oh. hear she's fancy. I have no she idea. She was born on this day. Is that who that is? I don't know who that is. That seems cool. I'm so fancy. Oh, okay. you know oh that, song. that song. Okay. Yeah. Another yeah, one Charlie hit. Charlie XCX. Kind of deal. Well, yep. anyway, you're famous, Brian. Look at all these famous uh, people. No, I'm not. Uh, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> Jose Ding Dong Dantes, the Filipino actor. Oh, wow. Wow. Ding, uh, Jose Ding Dong Dantes. Yes. Fantastic. Happy birthday. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, oh, Sam Worthington. Hey, there's there, a good one. I was just going to say, that's a really good one. You know who else? Wes Craven, American film director. Oh, look at that. There we go. Why don't those two get together? Yeah, what's the deal there? Cool. Yeah, stop, yeah. drop, and collaborate or whatever I, you know, I says. <laughs> what does he say? I forget what he says. Stop, collaborate, and listen. There you go. My the most back with something <laughs> missing. But something's missing. <laughs> Uh, real quick, you are, okay, the very first person on record that we have for your birthday yeah, okay, of note all right. is 1455 was the year. Ooh, all right. The man was Johann Cicero Elector of Brandenburg. He was right. uh, born he in 80, 1486, died in 1499. Wait, how can that be? Hold on. Oh, no, no, no I'm sorry. Born in 1486, died in 1499. Sorry, no. I have that wrong. He was... The elector, thirteen years old. <laughs> he was the elector position thing from eighty six to ninety nine, gotcha. and then died fourteen ninety nine. Same year he was okay, so he was serving when he when he died. But anyway, he he lived a nice long life. And Brian, you're be like Jonathan or Johan Cicero. I can be like Johan. Yeah, yes. do all you can to be like. That's a, you know, I've been put a bumper sticker on my car that says WWJD, and it'll be what would Johan do. <laughs> Finally. People will know exactly uh, that that's what that means when they see that sticker. Finally, finally. Uh, all right, a yeah. couple of quick things. Uh, yeah. I don't think... Okay. The stores... Okay. We live in a time now where Brian's like, hey, I'm hungry. Do we want DoorDash, uh, Grub, Goober Grub, or whatever yeah, the hell Brian it is. Brian doesn't do that. Scott does that. So I, I do go this, out and get food. Yes. I do it occasionally. <laughs> I don't do it that often, but once in a while. Um, uh, we did a lot during the pandemic, but not so much yeah. now or you know was think when things were crazy uh and so i we go to firehouse sub yesterday mm, yum what you get what you I get i got the hook and ladder i think which oh, is yeah. like yeah. a hot sandwich with like ham and turkey yes and a melty cheese it's mm, really yeah. good freaking great sandwich anyway we get in there and the first words out of their mouth when we walk in is hi welcome to the uh welcome to uh what's it called firehouse welcome to firehouse, firehouse subs um <laughs> Yeah, you okay waiting 20 minutes? We're like, oh. Oh, my God. That was the first thing they said? Oh, first geez. thing out of their okay. mouth. And we're like, you know what? Yes, because whatever stress you're under, we're, we're, we don't, we want to be supportive. We're not going to be jerks. Sure. No problem. We'll be happily just make our order and sit and wait. And they were very glad that we weren't jerks. Um, but the place was packed, not with people, but with DoorDash and uh, Uber Eats and Grubhub mm-hmm. people waiting okay. for orders. And one of them was there for 25 footlongs oh geez for some office thing and it's the they came to the wrong location to pick it up so instead of going all the way to that other location they said no just have them make it just have them make it at this location yeah which disrupts everything and lunch hours about to start things are like bananas Mm -hmm. and they had these just stacks of like stuff to make it was it was ridiculous and they were all trying to coordinate you could tell they were frustrated new people would come in 
and they go, hi, uh, sorry, but we're about 20, 25 minutes, um, you know, before we can do get to your order. And people are just going, well, I'm not bad, bad and just leave. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you penis heads. Anyway, so this well, is going I mean, on. They might have an hour for lunch and they, they might have time to wait. They might. I just don't think they should all act irritated. So there's nothing you can do. Just sure. leave. Like, don't well, be just irritated with life. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> So um, it's not their fault is my point. But anyway, yeah, so yeah. they go, they're in there just working like crazy. They took our order and then, you know, now we're on the list or whatever. And then Kim and I are just kind of chilling, eating chips and whatever weird diet drink I got. Yeah. And then these Uber Eats people are all acting like the most princess of princesses. Just like <laughs> everybody owes them something. So what I, I think what I came away with, the reason I'm bringing this up, is this yeah. just had this thought that... As convenient as this sort of gig economy thing became for customers where they pay a little bit more and have the convenience of a delivery or an office doing that or whatever, Mm -hmm. it brings a ton of business to a place like this. But I don't think they actually freaking like it. I think, you know, they loved it it during the pandemic because it was the way a lot of places who couldn't who couldn't didn't have the facility to allow people to social distance or eat outside. Right. It was the only way they could survive, right? It was like, right. okay, we have to have a delivery component. But yeah, I mean, you know, do they still like it? Is the is the uh the guild off the lily, as yeah, they say, yeah, yeah. right? Is it the, felt like the it, shine off the apple. Exactly. Yeah. It felt like the sort of rank and file that have to deal with the wackadoo that happens every single day with this. But, it just seemed you know, like a lot, you know. They looked really. But stressed. I'll say this, like, and I, I, I can't believe I forgot to tell this story. But I think it was it was one of the uh, weekends where we didn't have a show Monday, and we had a couple of those, and so I'd forgotten to talk, tell the story on Tuesday. Mm. So Tina and I went to Chipotle and got there like at about eleven forty-five, close to noon. Walk in, we're like, oh my god, this is awesome. There's only two people up in the counter, up at the counter, about to order. Uh, there's no line. This is fantastic. Yeah. So we get up there. And it's a couple of women in uh, like hospital scrubs. Okay. And uh, we're like, all right, cool. They'll place the order. We'll place ours. We'll be eaten and it'll be great, nice and quick. Sure. She pulls out the smallest post it note <laughs> that you can get. You know those ones that are like smaller than a matchbook? It's yeah, it's so not like here's uh, a standard I mean, one. It's it's like a yeah, quarter that's of a that. It's a standard one. Right. It's like a quarter of that. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. They're tiny, you guys. And she's reading from that maybe like eight, nine orders for people back at whatever medical facility she works at, which is fine. You know, it's great. Oh, yeah. Send somebody to go out and pick up the food, bring it back. That's great. But she's doing it in the absolute worst way. Mm. So it's like, okay, the next one is a burrito. (laughs) And so they get out the uh, toward they put the tortilla tortilla in the T-shirt iron and then they pull it out. Um Black beans. Okay, they put black beans. What What else? Rice. Okay, they put the rice on. Every time she has to look back down at the little post-it note. Yeah. And uh, uh, chicken. Yeah, chicken, okay. Uh, and the salsa, they get that one down the end. Then it's like, what's Same the next thing? Same thing again? Ugh. Same thing. Uh, another burrito. Uh, and, it, and she does the whole thing. Black beans, white rice, chicken, salsa. It's like, oh my God, you could have said... Make four burritos, all with black beans, chicken. But no, she has to keep looking down at this thing. And even like, if they're oh. even if they're slightly different, like let's say one guy says, well, "I want this on it, but yeah. I don't want I want guac or whatever." Right. Fine. Then say, "I want four of these. They're identical. They're identical. Two right. of these or, identical, and then this one has guac. Duh. Exactly. Or just like say, yeah, <clears> I'm <throat> getting six burritos. Great. Psst, psst, psst. 
little t-shirt machine going over time. Then put the rice on. Then put the beans on. All of them black beans. Yes, all of them black beans. Great. Bloop 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 bloop. bloop. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, the chat room no, makes a point. To... They make a point about how they have to read doctor's writing. Maybe that was it. <sighs> I don't think so. Because yeah. you wouldn't. You certainly wouldn't pass around this tiny post-it note for everybody to put their order on. She went around to everybody's office or wherever and said, "Okay, I'm going to put like And so you know they <laughs> they told her and she wrote it down instead of like you know a big piece of paper or something or I don't know use the Chipotle online ordering system mm. and then go pick it up. Because yeah. they have that, and they it's do. easy. They do. I agree. They should do that. I don't know, man. Like, it just looked hard. And these poor guys, you could tell they were just, yeah. like, dreading. If, if a new person came in, they were going to have to tell them, you know, we're, we're slammed with this, and we can't do anything for a minute. Yeah. And those, you know, I just felt for them. I was just like, oh, yeah. you poor guys. Anyway, it went yeah, great that's... because they got to my thing 20 minutes later, and that was a damn fine sandwich. Mm, so Good, yeah. Boom. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, Although, I like uh, a good, I like a good, uh. Um, firehouse sub the hook and ladder man Mm. I usually try to get mushrooms on it but then it's almost identical to another sandwich that doesn't have ham so I'm always torn like should I just get that or should I do uh, calories calories don't count on birthdays right like I can eat what I want on my birthday oh yeah they don't even your body doesn't even know the difference doesn't even sure okay no register yeah you just eat like a whole cake you're fine you're good. Yeah. Okay. Good. All yeah. right. Good. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm actually gonna go. That's a, that's a good good suggestion. I'm gonna go get a whole cake. Yeah. No, get actually, a whole you know cake. What I might do. Yeah. I'm gonna go to Mod Pizza, get a mini mod of my favorite kind of pizza, and then get one of their little fake knockoff ding dongs. Oh, those are good. Those are good. They're no name cakes. Yeah. They're yeah, they're really good though. They're like all. a fantastic like ripoff. They're they are. Fantastic. I loved it when they had the pride ones, right, with the the pride colors. Oh yeah, I didn't eat my. I'm off the sugar now, so I can't do it. But back in the oh, day, yeah, before all this happened, yeah. like pre 2019, I would I would kill a couple of those in a visit. <laughs> murder a murder a no name ding dong. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> for some reason, your your story about the, the the hospital lady ordering burritos. For some yeah, reason, I picture yeah. them as nuns. Why do I keep doing that? In my head, they're nuns. Because <laughs> you're uh, forgetting what scrubs look like. Apparently, you think they're black. With yeah, and, isn't that uh, weird? Or or I'm thinking of like, oh, it's like a church. You know. Uh, the Hospital of Sister Mercy or whatever, and it's all a bunch of nuns running the place. I don't know why. It's just in my head. Something wrong with That's me. That's hilarious. Uh, you know, maybe anyway. I'll just go to Five Guys because it's right by um, right by uh, uh, Mod Pizza. I'll go to Five Guys, and then afterwards I'll get a couple ding-dongs. Perfect. I yeah. think that's great. Yeah. Some Five Guys and ding-dongs. Yeah, Five Guys and their ding-dongs. You heard it here first. <laughs> just turn that pineapple upside down, Brian. You'll be yeah, all set. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, tell me about trivia last night. How'd that go? Uh, yeah, so we went to, there's a local place, Colorado Tap House, that does trivia. They do, they do their own trivia. Uh, as opposed to having one of the many companies that are now doing bar trivia that come to your your bar with questions and prizes and all that you pay them but they bring in a bunch of people etc they're I they're doing their own, thing, right? their own I, I thought it was all everybody's own thing i didn't realize it was like a now, some great, geeks who drink is one of the big ones that puts stuff on and they're they're fantastic they're they're my favorite of the bunch and mm. when we were doing the geek bowls every year that would take us to chicago and seattle and boston it was the geeks who drink company putting them on putting those on and so mm. our ten thousand dollar check and our you know eight thousand dollar check and all that stuff came from them That's anyway cool. um so we went last night uh had some good rounds had some bad rounds it was uh it was a uh, there was some tough questions there were some easy ones i i pulled an answer out of my butt like 
who uh, read their own poem. Oh, and I can't remember what it was called at JFK's inauguration. Oh gosh. Uh, yeah. I don't know that. That's hard. Yeah. I'm thinking, all right, well, who would have been alive? Uh, maybe Robert Frost. Let's say Robert Frost. Sure. Turned into, yeah, Glenn Gunn got it. It was Robert Frost. Oh, it was him. Okay. <laughs> and so pulled that one out of my butt and that one actually got us to second place. So we won second place, right? And there was a guy from Coors there. They'd never had a, um, a decent set of prizes other than their little gift card of house cash. Mm. But Coors, the guy from Coors was there and he's like, all right, I've got Rockies tickets for first place. I've got um, this nice set of pint glasses for second place. And these are really cool, like embossed Coors pint glasses. They're kind of, they have the Rockies embossed on them. That's oh, cool. Really cool. Yeah. And then, um, and then he says, yeah, and I've got a few t-shirts and things like that. So if you want a t-shirt, just come up. You don't have to win them, et cetera. It's like, oh, well, this is kind of cool. All right. Excellent. Well, we really want those Rockies tickets. Yeah, I bet. So there were four of, or five of us last night, uh, me and Tina and the neighbors. So we, we play our hardest. We come up short. We come second place. Now, during the game, he goes around and he says, hey, I actually found a bunch more of these glasses. So I have enough that I can give everybody playing one of these glasses. Mm. Oh, cool. All right. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, he goes around every table, gives them glasses. This, you know, that was going to be the, the second place thing, but worked out just fine. We got those anyway. Um, we, we are battling head to head against these, 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 this team called Bananagrams or something like that. Bananagrams. What does that even mean? Bananagrams or banana. They're banana something and just irritated the crap out of me. So (laughs) they, you know, they had first place when the first scoring break, then they slipped down to second. We slipped up to third and then, you know, like we traded places at the very end, they took third, we took second, and then another team, B-Dogs, uh, took first place. Oh, the B-Dogs. Uh, Coors guy goes up to B-Dogs. All right, here, let me give you your, let me take your information. I'll send you the uh, the, the Colorado Rockies baseball tickets. Great, that's cool. Uh, and then the team that took third is the table right next to his, and they start whining like, oh, we were so close. We just, you know, we just, oh, I can't believe we screwed up. And I asked, I answered the last question wrong, and I had knew the answer, and I didn't get it. Me, and they started whining. <laughs> okay. And I'm standing there next to him to, to go up and say, hey, uh, before we head out of here, anything else for second place, or should we bolt? Well, we bolt. But I want to let this table, you know, finish their little whining pity party. Of course. Coors guy says, well, tell you what, I've actually got a couple more Rockies tickets that I can give you guys. Oh, uh, don't tell anybody, but I'll give you guys, give you, you know, I'll give you these. Nice. And I'm standing there right next to the table listening to all this. This is some more karma they, from, uh, you know, from Vegas, except it's not directed at you yet. Anyway. Keep yeah, going. exactly. No, this yeah. is, this is anti-karma. Like yeah. this is like, what did these jack and apes do to deserve this? All they did was complain. So, those bastards. Exactly. Yeah. So the guy gives them their tickets and then, uh, and then I walk over, uh, still right next to this, you know, the table of whiners who just got some tickets for taking third place. Yeah. Say, hey, we're getting ready to take off. Just want to make sure nothing else uh, for second place is like, oh, no, it was going to be the glasses, but we gave all those out. Like, okay. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. You know, I don't know. Maybe if you had a couple of spare Rockies tickets. Oh, I don't know. Maybe you could have given them to second place. <laughs> per chance, maybe. Maybe that you could have done. Uh... That's a bummer, dude. Jackass. I would have been annoyed exactly. too. I feel, I feel, I feel your pain on this one. That sounds like an <laughs> annoying thing. But um, it's like, come on. So anyway. I'm a little annoyed that they didn't. I mean, 
I don't know. Like, uh, right. well, if you were would... you and Kim, you totally would have said, "Oh, well, you know, we'd like him, but maybe offer him to the second place." Yeah, team we would have done That's that. That's what we would have done. 100%. If he had come over to us, we absolutely would have said, "Well, do you have something for second place?" Because maybe they should get those. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no. These, these were uh, these were all adults acting like little five year olds who didn't get their way and and pouted and maybe and, they uh, got instant karma. Maybe they went out to their car and immediately shit themselves and didn't know why. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that uh, that it pours rain on them at the Rockies game like uh, yep, I hope so it rains wet. nothing but sour grapes on them That's the entire right. time there. <laughs> cold stinky rain and like after some kind of fire happens there's a bunch of smoke in the air and then that rain hits it and then it's all on them that's exactly. what we hope for them we don't want them to exactly. die or anything we're just saying you know I hope a fly ball a pop fly knocks their nachos over that's what I hope <laughs> And then the diarrhea. All right. And then the diarrhea from the nachos. Yeah, yes, always so. the diarrhea. All right. That's awesome. Uh, or sucks. Yeah. I shouldn't I should say. No, it's, it, yeah, whatever. Well, I that's mean, too bad. Yeah, Rockies tickets right now are cheap because the Rockies are not doing well. Oh, so. they're not great, are they? Hmm. No, no. Well, look at all those fair weather friends only only supporting their favorite team. Exactly. When it's like, oh, we love the Avalanche right now, and we're really excited about the Broncos with Russell Wilson, but oh, no, no, no. The Rockies are. How are the, what's the best? Basketball team, I always forget. The Nuggets. Nugget. How are the Nuggets last season? I don't even. I didn't pay attention. They're okay. Yeah. I mean, they were. Um, did they? I don't even think they made it to the playoffs. So I think that's like, yeah, they're they're fair. In the nineties, we enjoyed a, a, a little yeah. Western rivalry with you guys. It was fun. Oh yeah, Jazz and Jazz and Nuggets, man. They were yeah. always fighting for that seed, and then mm-hmm. you know one of them would go past the other, and we would be like, Meh-heh. but it was always pretty friendly. It always was. Yeah. We just wanted to beat the Bulls, and so did you. And you know, exactly. That's we had a common. Just goal. wanted to beat the Bulls. Hey, before we get to this email, yes, I hadn't even thought about bringing this up, but um, I have this. I've been saving this tab because I did want to tell you about it. I'm going to tell you about it on the show because holy crap, is this a cool thing? Mm. Now, the only bummer about this is that that I think it it there's a level of it that costs money, but whatever. Okay. There's a thing called Bricket. B-R-I-C-K-I-T. You're thinking to yourself, man, that sounds like a horrible thing because I don't like things getting bricked. Yeah. Uh, I don't want my phone to get bricked. I don't want my iPad to get bricked. Yeah, who wants to brick their electronics? Nobody does. Nobody does. No, No, this is an app that you use with Legos. Uh, You you, you probably, after assembling a ton of uh, Lego things, Mm -hmm. or maybe just from from Van, you've got a big bin of nothing but Legos, right? Just loose Legos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tons of it. Right now, it's still kind of the big, fat Duplo-looking stuff, but... Oh, sure. Yeah, not the actual little bricks. Yeah. This thing is so cool. You take a picture with your phone, so you download this app, and you take a picture of your pile of bricks splayed out across a table. Oh my gosh, I know where this is headed. Keep going. And it scans and figures out all the bricks you have. It probably makes that noise. If it doesn't, it should. Yeah. And then shows you things you can make from those loose what, bricks. Dude. Yeah. That's what I thought you were gonna say. That's crazy. That's so cool. So how so so have you done it? Did you try it? I downloaded it and I tried it and I even like, you know, I, I was gonna do something on the show. I Brought over a little bucket of uh, bricks and splayed them out because we have a massive Rubbermaid bin of bricks 
that Tristan left when you know when he moved oh, out. Oh, that's awesome! And um, this, I dumped these out onto the table, spread them out, and it wasn't enough. It's like I think you need more bricks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Because you take out you take out weird stuff like um, like these things, right? Like these custom. Oh like, yeah, the, the bits that are like pre-built and ready to snap on. Yeah, or whatever. exactly. Yeah. Like you know your your Tie Fighter pieces and stuff like that. You take those out and you just scan like the regular bricks. But um, oh, this thing is so that's so that's I'd never I, even heard of that. That's really cool. Yeah, I kind of want to uh, you know splay them all out over the poker table later and try this out and just see what happens. Yeah, and just see what it says. So I so I assume it's yeah. like oh they've got you have enough bricks to make these three cars or exactly that's right. the same or amount this, for this large plane or whatever it this is this haunted house or right exactly. Does yeah. it do anything with the minis or just the bricks? I assume it's just probably the bricks. Probably just the bricks, yeah. but you know, then you put your minis in there and say, "All right." I mean, I guess you could say, you know, you've got enough to build this haunted house and put a ghost mini in front of it. Yeah, yeah, maybe it will. That's so cool. I had no idea that existed. I may yeah. mess with that as well later because um, yeah, I always I think there's for a free level and then there's pro, and I don't know what pro gets you, but pro is like forty four bucks a year, and it feels like oh, nah, that seems man, that doesn't feel like it's in the uh, the the Lego uh, you know world that much money. That's a lot. But, it is a lot, but I guess if you're, you know, if you've got a little kids in the house and you need stuff to occupy them, rainy day stuff. Oh, so then it even says like, all right, so once you've splayed them out and taken your picture and it tells you what you can build, you leave those bricks where they are because then as you're building, it says, oh yeah, you want this little red six peg brick, which is right here. And it just bleep, 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 shows you in your photo exactly where it is. That's really cool. <laughs> Isn't that cool? That's actually really cool. I didn't know yeah, that existed. Yeah. That's awesome. See, sometimes technology is great, you guys. That's exactly. what we've learned. Yes. All yes. right. Well, Legos aside, we are going to read a quick email. Uh, yeah. This one from somebody. Send and receive email. This is from Cappy, who said... Cappy! Uh, oh, hello, Cappy! <laughs> he sent it to uh, themorningstream at gmail.com. It says, Dear Superman and Batman. Oh. Hmm. oh Never well, thought of that before. We got... Yeah. How's, how has no one done Superman and Batman? <laughs> what made you say that name, Cappy? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it says, I know how much y'all dislike the CW versions of the DCU. I don't know if that's true of Brian, though. He's had no. some he's enjoyed, right? Yeah, I, I, I was uh, I was constantly watching Arrow, Flash, and um, uh, Legends of Tomorrow before they turned into the... Uh, the uh, you know, the Iris show, the Felicity Smoke show. and the <laughs> Yeah, and the freaking longingly in each other's eyes freaking love yes, story exactly. shows. exactly. It started turning into, let's focus on the girlfriends too much yeah. instead of the superhero stuff. But, yeah. yeah. I guess Flash is getting one more season and they're out. They announced it yesterday. One last 13 episode season and then they're done. Yeah. yeah. Does that make you want to catch up at all or what do you no, think of that? No. no? Okay. No, I've never I, even started it. I never. I seen hung them. on there as long as I could, and then they had a whole season of Iris trapped in the mirror universe, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Boo, boo. Yeah, maybe just maybe just leave her. Plus, you her, can. I you know. you'd argue too, or I would argue that those. What's that guy's name who produced all those? What's his name? Uh, Berlanti. 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 The Berlanti stuff, and he's still doing some of that for HBO Max. But the Berlanti stuff on CW is vastly inferior to what they're doing so far yeah. with both his and other stuff on HBO Max with Warner Brothers stuff and th oh, therefore man. DC. Like, uh, Titans is fantastic. Uh, Doom Squad is... Uh, Doom Patrol is great. Not yeah. Doom Squad. Doom Patrol is great. And he's got a hand in both yeah. those things, I think. 
um, I know for sure uh, Titans is yeah. His deal. It's definitely produced. I don't know if it's written or directed or anything by by that. But, sure, um, but I just think that stuff's so vastly superior that I think the other the CW stuff just needs to die on the vine and be done. You know, or you know, move it over. Like, give us Flash stuff that's as good as Titans and Doom Patrol. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with that. Uh, I need to watch the new the first three episodes dropped for uh, the new. Um, uh, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Yeah, I love yeah. that series. So good. I oh still have, I still have four or five episodes of uh, the last season. Because Brian, you, know, you to need to catch up, up on. on that show. I do. Well, that's see, that's a good thing for filler. It's like, oh no, uh, Better Call Saul comes first. I got to get me some Better Call Saul. Why won't anyone spend time with me? <laughs> <laughs> Their Bane on there is so great. Oh, oh really? So have good. I seen Bane yet? I know I've. Uh, oh, he's yeah, I think so I have good. seen Bane because right because she gets she when she gets her invite into the uh, justice or the uh, the uh, what's the villain equivalent? Oh, uh, the, I forget what they. Or the Legion of Doom. The uh, Legion of Doom. Yeah, when yeah, she yeah. gets her invite into the Legion of Doom. Yeah, uh, headed by there. Lex yeah. Luthor, played by Giancarlo Esposito once again. That yes, everyone's bad guy. guy. <laughs> Boy, what an agent that guy has, right? I still never. Oh, that reminds me, I still never picked up that new Far Cry. That uh, oh, I didn't either. I uh, there was some talk it was hitting Game Pass, and so I was kind of waiting for that. Um, I'll bet it. Yeah, I'll bet it hits Plus, PlayStation Plus, or, or PlayStation Extra, or whatever it is. Pretty something. Soon, so I'll just wait for that. Yeah, something. Yeah. Oh, get that cat game before they pull it. Yes. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Because that's PlayStation Plus, right? Yeah. That's like Carter. Have it. It's on Steam, but if you have it on, if you have a PlayStation Plus middle tier, no, I guess it's even basic tier. You get that one. I think yeah, it's just one of their free month it looks so, like you're playing a cat running around Japan. What's not to love? Yeah, and they're all robots. There's no peoples. It's all uh, cyberpunk yeah. weirdness. And uh, Carter played the whole thing, beat it, and won't mm-hmm. stop begging me to play it. She's just freaking out about it. So apparently, she, it's great. Did she cry at the very beginning when the cat falls off the the pipe and uh, <laughs> lands with a thud and it is limping all over for the first few levels? No, but when she came in and said. Uh, I finished it and I said, Oh, did it? Because I always want to know what makes her emotional because she's such an emotional kid. So I say, Ah, to make you cry at the end. And she immediately just like looked at me and her eye twitched for a minute and she's like about to cry again. So apparently, apparently a very emotional ending to the thing and it's very good. So, oh, okay. All right. Good. I'm I'm, I'm excited. Tally says that she cried so much. Oh, I know. I watched like the, the review I saw that just played that beginning part with the, um, the cat sliding off yeah. the pipe and it's like oh my god that's i know so- that was enough to make me go eh. yeah yeah <clears throat> you're gonna you're gonna yank me around tally cried now that is something that's that yeah. must have been very emotional they must have shown ea or something yeah somebody killed ea in the cat game uh <laughs> anyway he says i know you guys yeah. don't like those uh, versions very much uh but please check out superman and lois it is gritty and a great story and truly brings me back to what smallville was like it has a direct connection to smallville and almost has no connection to the to the the i don't know what that means i think <laughs> to the the to, to the, the, the cwdc uh averse i think he probably dictated this oh to voice. the the of the yeah i think it means <laughs> universe right there that little yeah and a verse is not the right word anyway uh of pretty people only at least for me oh. i felt the old west vibes that scott loves so much for a good portion so far love the show cappy yeah. i've heard similar things about super i watched Lois. the first five episodes of that and loved it and then they had like a break and i haven't gone back to to continue the series but it is really good it's that tyler hochin 
mm. I think is his name, who played Superman in the in the other Berlanti uh, shows when they do their crisis and stuff like that. Oh, I didn't um, realize they carried him over. I thought he was a new. Yeah, uh, they carried face. him over. So this is you know this is in the same um, universe, Berlanti verse. Uh, as those other shows, I think that's what he also meant, right? The CWDC verse mm-hmm. uh, is what he's trying to say. The short for universe, yeah, sure. Um, but those those shows are great. They're really really well done, and it's they go back to Smallville, and they're just you know it's Superman and Lois hanging out in Smallville with their teenage sons, um, uh, raising them uh, back in Smallville, away from the hustle and bustle of Metropolis. I didn't know they had multiple sons. Is that a that's not comic current? I don't think right because I thought they just had John, and it was it. No, no, yeah, they've got two. Yeah, I don't think I think that's right. I think in the comics they only have or they only have one, but yeah. in this show they have two. Oh, okay, thanks. Uh, Dice to me clarify. Well, that's what I meant. CW is the Berlanti verse. Yes. Mm. Gotcha. They don't call but it. But then so is the stuff that's not on CW. That's because they've had crossovers. The the uh, um, in Titans they did. Titans. I guess Titans and Doom Patrol have had their crossovers, but never mm. nothing with the. I uh, yeah, you're right. I guess that. none of the CW stuff. I gotta catch up on all that stuff. The... You just reminded me of how much crap I'm behind on. I didn't, I love Titans. I watched like five episodes yeah. and then and then just got busy. And now I'm so I'm so behind. How do I, we live in a time of? We're buried in it. Yeah, yeah. It's we're true. just There's, under all the nerd remember, stuff now. Remember a time when we couldn't get enough like comic book and geek culture television, and now it's like, oh my god, there's I know. so much out there. When you and I were in high school, we had to go to comic book shops. It's the only source we had. It's all we could yeah. do. And what did we have on TV and other stuff with comic book stuff? Terrible iterations of like Spider-Man and Captain American. It was all bullshit. Right. It was all bad. Right. And now and, uh, I can't breathe. There's so much of it. I can't breathe. <laughs> anyway, and and uh, and you don't get and who you want Minka Kelly. You're missing out on your Minka Kelly fix. Oh, I love Minka Kelly. Yeah, she was great on. Uh, she was on Euphoria. Friday Night Lights. Yeah, she was on Euphoria this last season. Very good. Oh, was she really? Yeah, she plays somebody's not, mom. Uh, oh, I was just about to say she's not up to playing somebody's mom yet, is she? But she, she, she totally is, is. But she's like somebody's very hot mom. <laughs> somebody's milf is what she. Is. Yeah, she's very, very. She she's beautiful, but uh, yeah, she is. It's what you get when you got your. Uh, uh, wait, who's her dad? It's not. Um, uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, how's it go? I can't I think know. of the band. Love in an elevator. Who am I thinking oh, of? Uh, Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Steven Tyler? Not Steven Tyler, the other oh, guy. Oh, right, right. It's the uh, Joe Perry or Joe something, Perry, right? I think, is her dad. Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. Rick Dufay. Was Rick it Rick Dufay? Dufay? The, uh, I guitarist, yeah. I forget which one of those guys are, but yeah, she's she's uh, gorgeous. And then I would argue that, you know, uh, what's her name? Uh, Arwen is still very beautiful. What's with this oh, band? Liv these, Tyler? Yeah, yeah, what's with these ugly dudes in this ugly band? Because uh, they're musicians and they attract um, <laughs> women who are so beautiful, their genes override yeah. the ugly rocker genes. I guess uh, so, man. I guess so. Because they're beautiful people. And you look at their dads and yeah. you go, oh, my gosh, how did, you, how did the seed come out of that wiener? You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, uh, real quick, uh, big thanks and shout out to Serenix in September in our community. They have a video game show they do. And oh, cool. uh, I was on it this week, and I had a great time. And I'm an oh, idiot nice. because I forgot the name of the show. I want to give him a little, 
uh, props for it and uh, tell people about it. And I forgot. So if one of you is in the chat, please tell me the name. <laughs> I had a really good time These on two, there, though. Did they, did they know each other and work together before ANTP? Because they're two people from the most recent season of uh, America's They Next are. Podcast. I think they hooked up. Uh, they told me this. They said they met each other, I think, in TMS chat bef- okay. before all of this, before I think. Before ANTP? Okay, cool. It wasn't Geek Grills. Uh, That's the other show she does, which is excellent. Or Gamer Girls. It wasn't that. I want to be on there with that. Her sometime. I know you've all been on there, but me, I don't know why I haven't been on there. But oh, you haven't been on Geek Girls? No. Oh, yeah, See, they've had Tom. She was saying they had Tom like multiple times. They've had you. They've had like Jury a couple yeah. of times. Yeah. Like uh, I've never been asked. September. You got to ask. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that was really fun. I had a good time. We talked cool. a bunch about uh, stuff, and uh, it was great. They did a good job. Cool. Uh, all right. We should do a little bit of news here this morning. Uh, yeah. You know, get people caught up in what happened overnight. And uh, here you go. It's time for the news. And it's a brought to you by. Brought to you by the Colorado Rockies. Disappointing whining trivia players since 2012. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, why are they so bad right now, by the way, the Rockies? What do oh, you I think the know. deal is? It's rebuilding your Scott. It's rebuilding your... Oh, year. rebuilding your... Oh, yeah. They've been rebuilding telling me that about the Jazz since 96, so... <laughs> exactly. That's fine. We'll get it. Yeah. Although we did get some kind of crazy draft pick stuff this year. Uh or something. Hmm. I didn't I haven't followed it really closely, but I guess there's like like four big draft something's happening with the Jazz. I, I don't oh, know what the hell it was. Okay. So we lost what's his name who we loved even though he was patient zero for COVID. Um, <laughs> oh gosh, really? Yeah, he was famous Oof. for the whole NBA. Uh when they shut down, it's cuz this yeah. dude uh, got it. Well, it's what's his name? Rudy Gobert, that's it. Really? Um Gobert. and so he took a ton of shit for that. But I can tell you on the ground level, this dude yeah. did more in the community while he was here than almost any jazz player has in decades. Like that yeah. guy was like super charity minded, always up for something like that, helping kids, showing up at the hospital for some kid whose wish was to meet him. Like Aww, stuff like that's that. That's cool. He was a really good dude. Just a little sloppy on the COVID. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one of our you know. trivia questions last night. Uh, this is a good one for for the chat room. I'm curious to see if anybody gets this. Um, what entertainer has given the most has has uh, given the most wishes for the Make a Wish Foundation? Right. Oh. So what 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 celebrity entertainer uh, person of note has have most uh, have like uh, been the most wished upon to meet or or living uh, or dead or both or do you know if it's they're living they're living yeah okay uh my god how do so many of the people in the chat room know this i'm not looking i want to guess this yeah take a guess don't look at the chat um i'm thinking of recent years just because i can't help it uh robert downey jr maybe shows up as iron man at children's hospitals That's, and stuff it's interesting that was one of the ones we came up with we also we went older because we thought well this person would appeal to both children and teenagers and and you know sadly not appropriately with children but we thought oh michael jackson probably would have been really into the make-a-wish foundation and would have probably been cool with like provide you know showing up at hospitals for kids who needed who made a wish but no the chat room completely flooded to the right answer john cena john cena john cena Cena. that's amazing really i didn't know that yeah 
Yeah. He seems so, like the kind of guy that would do that stuff. He does. Peacemaker out there doing the... Uh, <laughs> Making peace. Yeah. Making peace. Tell me, tell me you've seen Peacemaker. You've watched that. Brian, I'm embarrassed to tell you this. Um, I loved him in Suicide Squad. Suicide and I, Squad. I yeah. fully intended to just go all in. And I just haven't. I, there's oh no God. reason. No reason. I have zero excuse. I need to watch no it. No reason at all. Oh, my God. I Once feel again, like, it's those things where it's like... the intro to Peacemaker. Yet, no, I've seen, you? I have seen the dance. You have seen that? Yeah. Okay. I saw that. And that's actually one of the things I was like, oh, I'm so excited for this. And then I just didn't. And then part of me went, oh, Scott, you know it'll be there forever. And then a little yeah. voice behind that going, but you're not going to be here forever. So now I got to watch it. <laughs> I got to watch it. Because I was going to say, if you hadn't seen, if you hadn't seen the dance, we'd be, we'd have to force it into a TME, a TMS couch uh, party. Oh, that'd be watch, fun. Uh, yeah. But if you you've seen the dance, then it's like, no, watch watch that series on your uh, on your own time. On it's your great. Own damn time. It's really good. Lennon Aid in the chat saying Peacemaker's way better than Parasite. Okay, all right. <laughs> he's he's using. He told me he's trying to use reverse psychology on you. Is that what he's doing? Okay. Well, it didn't yes. work there, buddy. Uh, <laughs> it makes me just want to watch Peacemaker. Um, anyway, Chick-fil-A yeah. in the news. You know them? Chick-fil-A, the, I do. They yeah. are they are still not popular with the gays. Yeah. <laughs> appropriately so. Or the gays are not popular with them, I guess. I don't I don't know. Uh, well, from, that's true. It's actually, yeah, it's uh <laughs> from a corporate yeah. level, I don't know where they're at with that now. Um I can tell you yeah. I love our local franchise because they're all franchisees, you know, locally owned by people who own a franchise. Yeah. And these people are awesome. They're so nice, so personable. Yeah. It feels like a mom and pop restaurant when you go in there because they remember you, which is weird, right? These people that yeah. own it. Yeah. Their employees love them. They have hired multiple LGBTQ people. Mm-hmm. I do it slowly because I F that up all the time. Um, <laughs> you start, it starts start sounding like somebody jumped uh, dumped a Scrabble bag. Yeah, a little bit. If I do it too quick, it makes no sense. But uh, yeah, they oh I forgot the plus. But they're real good at that stuff, yeah. and I love that because to me it's kind of flies in the face of the of the uh, of the bullshit from corporate. But anyway, uh, yeah. this is not about that. They're asking for volunteers. That's in quotes. To work for five chicken sandwiches, or sorry, to work for five chicken sandwiches per hour. Okay. Okay. So this is weird. Chick-fil-A. Already see so many problems. Yeah, there's issues with this. A Chick-fil-A in North Carolina posted a job opportunity on Facebook that offered to pay volunteers in chicken, not money. So they want to pay in, the currency is chicken. That is, first of all, that's freaking lame. Yeah, it is lame. (laughs) Super lame. Cheap cheap yeah lame but also you know one location so you know you don't expect this from your local uh, oh is it so this is just this isn't uh coming from corporate this is uh this is just them yeah apparently they have according to the local the couple that owns ours they are the one near us they're they say that corporate actually has very little to do with anything except for the main menu items um promotions that are national what else that's kind of it like you're you know you just kind of i mean according to them i don't know if everyone's the same who knows but that's what they say anyway you eat five chicken sandwiches of theirs in an hour like would would you feel like uh like that is you know adequate (laughs) sustenance (laughs) like you know trying to say like uh 
You're not going to eat five sandwiches in an hour. So they're they're you certainly shouldn't, right? You you certainly shouldn't. So number one, that's costing them what, like three (laughs) dollars worth of food? Yeah, if that total. And then you're not even going to eat more than two of those if you do. Yeah. If you eat uh, five, this is what you get. Diarrhea. Right after yeah, the end of exactly. that. Don't do that. Yeah, don't be eating exactly. five anything. Um, right. But no, I don't. This is a terrible idea. I mean, I guess if it's you're a starving, and idea. Is a hor- yeah. you're not going to be able to pay your rent with a freaking chicken. Do you have uh, Do you have torchies tacos where you're at? No, but you're always telling me they're awesome and I want them. They're awesome. Yeah, they think they came from Austin. They're an Austin thing that moved here. And uh, I drove somebody, uh, I lifted somebody yesterday. <laughs> God, they need a better term. For oh, that. I have a new. Wait, you're bringing up lift. Hold on. Drive oh, this story. Sen- yeah. Wait, let's see if this plays. Drive at sensible speeds. Be courteous and obey traffic regulations. There you go. There's your new one. Cool. Uh, right, so wait. So uh, what? So tell me what happened there. I drove somebody to work. They work at Torchy's Tacos, and they said, "Yeah." So in addition to paying us, they're now starting to do a thing where. Um, they used to give us 50% off whatever we wanted to eat while we were working there. But they said, well, since the people in the back can just eat whatever they want when they want, <laughs> yeah. uh, they're going to extend that to the front of the house, too. So basically, they get three three full-on tacos per shift. And that's on top of their pay. Not in place of, but on top of their Good pay. Good for so them. Like, you yeah, know? and they've got you know they've got like 20 different kinds of tacos on their menu. So if you work there, you're like, you're 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 going to have something different every single time. It's right. It's so not good. like working at Dairy Queen. We got the same damn hot dog and hamburger to look at every day right. or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think that's great. You know what? Take good care of your people. They'll take care that's of you. Right. You exactly. won't be, you won't be a victim of uh, this silent strike. Everybody's having and, and screw you. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Chick-fil-A. Filet your screw own you and the wrap you wrote in on. <laughs> Uh, they ended up deleting the post, by the way, because they got a whole lot of shit for it. I'm sure they did. Good. Um, and they, and they, I mean, basically, people are like, uh, "You're asking people to work for free. That's actually illegal in the state. Like all kinds yeah. of stuff." And they were like, "Oh shit!" So they pulled it. But their chicken is sure tasty. Yeah, their their excuse was, "We get people all the time that want to be a part of what we're doing. This is just designed to be an opportunity for that." <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> you don't do. Say they want to voluntarily work for us. Yeah, <laughs> you don't do internships for freaking chicken preparation. Sorry, you just don't, because that's yeah, what this yeah. sounds like—an internship with a perk. Exactly. Exactly. Bullcrap. Yes. Uh, that's it for today's news. That's the really important stuff. The rest of this will hold. Uh, we'll save it for tomorrow, but in a minute. We'll be bringing our old pal Bill in here. Got a question for him from a listener, as well as uh, whatever he's doing this week. And also, Bobby Frankenberger will join us for a science segment after that. Before oh, we do wow. any of these things. going to learn so much today, Scott. I know. I, I feel, feel like, like I'm gonna... you're going to be soaked in it, Brian. Yes, <laughs> you're soaking in it. You're soaking in science. Uh, anyway, hey, that's Scott, all coming up. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, how do you like your, how do you like your Americans? Uh, I like them uh, nicer and less divisive um, and, and also less uh, manifest destiny based. Okay. All right. Good. Well, if you like your Americans rare, then I've got the, uh, the band for you. That's a band called Rare Americans. And uh, this is uh, from their brand new album, which is called You're Not a Bad Person. It's Just a Bad World. Oh, man. <laughs> it comes out. It's a great title. Yeah. It comes out August 19th via Empire. Uh, look at that. There's finally an Empire Records. Awesome. Good Woo-hoo. to see this. Yeah. They are um, uh, They're donating a dollar from every pre-save. So if you go to Spotify or Apple Music or whatever and pre-save their album – 
then they'll donate a dollar to Pink Shirt Day, which is a taking a stand against uh, bullying, which mm. is really really cool. Yeah, they uh, in addition to having a really cool song that you're about to hear, they've also got a very cool video for it too. It's animated, and it made me think of uh, you and Carter. I think you guys will really get a kick out of this. The song is called "Moving On." Here is the band Rare Americans. We're fighting every day. I got no words left to say. I think I'm moving on. We tried our best. These words have been on my chest. I think I'm moving on. We're too young to have this many problems. Too old for all of the drama. Don't know where it went wrong. I love you too much to drag this out farther I hate that we're not meant for each other It's better now than to carry on I think we're moving on coming oh crap i forgot to get a girlfriend again the kid gives him stink eye the morning stream you have chosen poorly we are back once again that band and song was that is the band Rare Americans, and the song is called Moving On from the upcoming album, You're Not a Bad Person, It's Just a Bad World. I love that. It's true. You know that? It's true. Yeah. yeah the you album all... covers uh, really cool drawn uh, artwork as well. Nice. Uh, 
but it's got some boobies on it. Oh, so it can't ready. have any boobies. There are, there are hand-drawn boobies on the cover. Speaking of which, I found a story today that was about uh-huh. a lady artist lady. <laughs> back lady in artist the, lady. <laughs> back in 1830, 40-something, like way back yep. in the 1800s, who some some widower, his wife had just passed, and he was some rich widower guy. Mm-hmm. And when she, when his wife died, this other lady, this artist lady, did a self-portrait of just her milky white boobage. Uh-huh. And they're they're notable for that. And, and I've seen the painting before. I just didn't know the story behind it. And so it's just these breasts. It's fine. Whatever. It's fine. She the paints this. She takes uh-huh. the painting. She ships it to this guy and says, you know, here, this is me. This, these are my boobs. Here's the painting I made of my boobs. And I realized... It's the first nude that anyone it's, sent it's anybody. The, it's the first sex, right? It's like the first sexting. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a, a booby thing that you would normally do on Snapchat, <laughs> but you did it with the slow way, the old way. Anyway, that's kind of cool. Look at that! Wow. Yeah. All right, nuts. Anyway, it's a very nice painting. I mean, if I'm to be honest. <laughs> well, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. What what are we doing? Oh, Bill. It's Bill. Uh, Bill time. Uh, for some reason. Discord is not coming up. There it is. All right, here we go. We're adding Bill, and uh, it'll be great because he's always got cool stuff to say. We got a question for him, like I mentioned. Oh, good. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Oh, oh good. So here's this. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Bill Duran from PunishProps.com joining us like he does every Wednesday or Tuesday, whatever the hell day it is. Yeah, uh, whatever day this is. Yeah, whatever this is. Uh, Bill, welcome back. How are you? Hello, I'm good and a very happy birthday. To Brian. Oh, oh thank you, yeah. Bill. I appreciate it. You're this, welcome. Man. Very nice. Uh, no, nobody doesn't like a nice. Oh, actually, I kind of hate it. I don't like being. Happy birthday. <laughs> I was say, somebody here doesn't like yeah. a nice happy birthday. I don't. Like I don't like getting older. So every time I hear I have a birthday, I'm like less and less inclined to be jo- jovial about it. But you know what? I don't want to take that joy from other people. Yeah, you're not gonna. You're yeah. not gonna take it from me. Scott. No, I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna revel in it, and I'm gonna appreciate it. I'll Thank take you. it from your cold, dead hands. Is how the phrase goes. <laughs> you can have my happy birthday when you pray it from my cold, dead hands. That's right. Uh, hey, Bill. So we're gonna start things off with a question for you today. How's that sound? Awesome. That All sounds right. fantastic. All right. Well, our, our resident maker, Bill, about to answer this question from Thomas from Missouri, who wrote in and says, "Hi, Scott, Brian, and Bill." I recently watched a video on YouTube where Adam Savage basically said when he goes looking for a technique, he finds it on Bill's channel. So here's a link to the video. Uh, I was wondering how Bill feels about that. I assume it's pretty great. I also wanted to ask if having a YouTube channel helps or hurts his making because I could or I could see that knowing that a lot of people are going to see your work would make you want to make it the best you can and put more effort into it. But can I also see how pressure would make it more difficult to finish a project and know you are putting it uh, out there to be judged. Do you feel one more than the other? I just wanted to say I enjoy Bill's work, and I hope he keeps making it for a long time, says Thomas in Missouri. So, uh, first question first. Obviously, you know, Adam even mentioned you in his book, yeah. his recent book. Uh, so there's a lot of that going on where he's, like, impressed with your shit. How, do, how does that make Bill feel when that happens? Uh, I, I always tell myself that external validation is not... I can't fuel everything I do from right. ac- external validation. It has to come from from me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But boy, does external validation feel really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it feels really yeah. good. Love I hadn't that. watched that video yet. I think it came out earlier, like last week. So I went and watched it, and then I watched it two more times. <laughs> yeah. 
Adam's a hero of mine. He's a friend as well. But, you know, I've been watching Mythbusters since it came out. And when he says something that nice about things I make, that makes me feel really terrific. How could it not, right? Yeah, he's specifically... So, yeah. He... he, uh, Specifically pointing out that when he looks for something, he, he he ends up on one of his my videos validates a lot of things like all the work I've done for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also uh, our videos are tutorials and they're meant to be evergreen as much as possible. And the fact that people searching for techniques are finding them, whether it's Adam or not, means I did a pretty good job of making them searchable. Uh, so if you're making a YouTube channel, everyone, by the way. Yay SEO. Yeah. <laughs> fill out every single tag, as many tags as you can fit on your video, and fill out the entire description with lots of words that describe it. It actually works. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it, really it does. Because it, it's not just Adam that's finding. If Adam's finding these videos, then, then lots and lots of other people are. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, that, that was really super validated. But I'm also just honored whenever any of my other content creator friends watches one of my videos. Mm. <laughs> I know I don't have enough time to watch all of my friends' videos. So when really anyone watches my videos, I'm like, I'm just so honored. Yeah. I feel that way when I hear somebody I really like or admire listens to the show, even other podcasters, and we find out, oh, they're TMS listeners, or they like Film Sack, or whatever it is. That is always like a, sometimes a little bit of a shock. Because yeah. I get like an email out of nowhere. Like I remember the time Dead Mouse emailed the Diablo show. I could not freaking believe that. Or he didn't email. He sent it a voice thing, and he, he did sent it. a voice. Yeah, that's right. He yeah. did it with his that's original amazing. name, his his real name, which I can't even remember now. Um, but he did this whole thing, and, and at first I didn't it didn't register. So I just answered it like, "Well, thanks for writing in, so and so. Here's what I think about." Bre- <laughs> yeah. And then later, someone's like, "Dude, Dead Mouse <laughs> sent you a thing, and you acted like it was nothing." And I'm like, "Oh shit." <laughs> but whenever that That's happens, hysterical. like, you know, I find out Liam O'Brien listens to this show every day or, or whatever. Yeah. I, at first, I'm like, oh, did I say anything so dumb it would embarrass me? <laughs> you know, like I think of that. But yeah. also it's very validating when someone yeah. likes your work. So or even cool. um, so we just put a video out. And yesterday, Brant, the editor for The Modern Rogue mm-hmm. and, and a buddy, uh, he tweeted out a, a clip from it. Mm. That he thought was funny, and uh, and I saw that I was like, wait a minute, Brant watches my videos because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I he's he is one of the best editors on YouTube. He is so good at what he does, and that he's wasting his time watching my videos. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Pretty great. It's great, and it's weird yeah. because you don't. But I even do this with like personal friends when I hear like we were joking about it yesterday. But when when we know that Christine Fletcher listens to the show, mm-hmm. just Scott mm-hmm. Fletcher's wife. Her claim to fame yeah. is, you know, she's awesome in her own way, but she's Scott Fletcher's wife in terms of the, you know, how people here would know her. But yeah. she, but knowing she listens every day, I don't know. I find that both great and also makes me just slightly nervous because these are people I like and care about. <laughs> yeah, these are people I genuinely care about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really weird how that plays out. All right, so was, that's question number one. Question number yeah. two was uh, the whole thing, and I think we've talked about this before in different contexts, maybe even with Wendy, but. Knowing that a lot of people are going to see your stuff, where what actually does that do to you? Does it make you more nervous? Does it make you less or more motivated? Like that kind of stuff. Yeah, it um, it's interesting because w- back when Dolan was watching my videos, uh, and I didn't care, um, I felt like I was a lot more loosey goosey with the how I made my videos, and that was really really fun. Now with a lot of people watching, I feel more responsibility to make both the props and the videos good. Yeah. Um, but it's, 
that's more just my own personal um, quality bar. Right. Uh, I, I, Brittany and I both have a level of production value that we each want to hit with our videos. I personally have a level of quality I want to hit with the props that I make. Yeah. And I have always been striving to do that even since before I was making videos. So it's, it's less to do with knowing how many people are watching or knowing who's watching and more to do with my own personal um, bar, but yeah. uh, a little yeah. of both. No, I think that's good. Uh, as long as the personal bar is there, then everything else can be fluid, right? You can mm-hmm. <clears throat> you can use the, the pressure of how many viewers or listeners you have as a way to enhance that, but ultimately it's sure. still down to whatever your personal standard is going to be. Right, like for, exactly. I can always say, I can say as your podcasting perspective, and I think Brian probably shares this because everything he makes sounds great as well, but for me, sound is key. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, if it's bad, I don't want to do it. I want to fix it. And yeah, if, like if somebody calls in or we have a guest or something that's really bad volume or whatever it may be, either I need to be able to fix that. And usually I can, uh, or, or something or else it's just not worth doing. Like I can't, <clears throat> can't do an hour and a half of bad, unlistenable content. Sure. Yeah. So there's a certain but- level where if I'm, if I'm hitting that as a minimum, I'm happy. And then, you know, everything above that, hopefully you can reach new heights, but that's for me, that's a baseline. It sounds like mm-hmm. a similar thing to, to what you're doing. If you're, you know, it's one thing to make a really cool prop, but it's another thing to, to maybe film it poorly or have bad narration or a shitty mic or something. Right. And you don't want to do that. Right. You want the full package and have it look good mm-hmm. and sound good. Or take, or with making stuff too, it's taking the time to film all the steps correctly without cutting any corners. There's so many times where it would be easier to say, all right, we'll just finish this thing up here. We don't have to film it. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, nope, we do have to film it. We do it. We have to finish it correctly. And we have to let it dry for a day. Yeah. And then we're going to film it tomorrow. Right. It's making decisions like that instead of going, nah, let's just slap some paint on it and call the video done today. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard because yeah, sometimes you do want to just yeah. be done, right? You <laughs> see it all the time. <laughs> yeah. You're like, it's cat time. I need to be with yeah. my cat. What are we doing here? <laughs> Um, all right. Well, that's pretty cool. And then didn't he awesome. say one other thing? Um, no, that was it. That was his thing. And he loves your work. So that's nice and validating awesome. as well. Thank Thanks, you. Thomas. Uh, Bill, anything else you want to talk about today? Yeah. New on? video up on our channel. We yeah. also have a summer sale going on this week over at PunishedProps.com. So if you want to get our books or any 3D print files or my new Fusion 360 course, those are all on sale. Nice. Cool. Uh, but uh, for the project video, uh, we made... Uh, Star Trek badges. <laughs> I've wow. never made a Star Trek prop at all, ever. So really, not even like uh, I guess the guns that we got were were from Daryl. Yeah. So you've never yeah. made a wow. That's in, that's surprising. Yeah, I don't know why. So, are you just not, are you not like a big Star Trek based on? Are you not a well, big Star Trek fan, or what's the why? Why do you suppose I, you've never done it? I am. I was more more into Star Wars though growing sure, up. Sure, sure, but. I was into uh, Next Generation and DS9, and Brittany was in, into Next Generation and Voyager. And fortunately, Voyager and DS9 have the same badge mm. and same outfits. So that's the one that we made. Uh, but we made it two ways. We 3D printed one on our resin printer, mm-hmm. and I machined one out of brass and aluminum on my CNC oh. machine. And it's really good. Oh, it's metal. It's got <laughs> magnets in it. Do you have a thing so that when you tap it, it goes bleep, bleep, or anything like that? Oh, not, yet. not yet, but that, that would be a really great Soon. addition, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's really yeah. cool. I'm looking at your 3D now. Did you, what'd you, what'd you base this on? Did you find something? Or did you have to make it from scratch or what'd you do? 
So I found a screen-used prop, a photo someone had of a screen-used prop, and I found the scale for it, and then I was able to basically just trace that in uh, Fusion 360 to make the 3D model. Nice. Uh, the 3D model is available for free over on our website as well. We have a free blueprint section with tons of free stuff. If anyone hasn't gone to our website and they're interested in that, go over there. There's dozens and dozens of free things that will help you either make something out of foam or 3D print something. Did you say brass on the one you machined? Oh, yeah. Brass oh and aluminum. Oh, gosh. The- that's so cool, yeah. dude. That is really cool. Uh, where, what's your address? I'm just going to rob you. That's the fastest way to get there. <laughs> I'm never going to get them anyway, so I may as well just go rob, you know, steal. If that got you to finally visit Seattle, Scott, <laughs> then I would be for it. <laughs> Look, Kim yeah. and I were, well, actually, there's a thing coming up where I'll be in Seattle shortly, but I won't be Excellent. there very long. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. We'll talk. Uh, but this is this is too cool for school. And the, so of the two, I mean, obviously the brass one's going to be your favorite, but do you feel like they look you know, if, you, if from a distance you could have either one of these props on your shirt at the convention and everybody would be equally impressed or? or sure. What? Actually, I th- so the, the painted 3D printed one ended up with more of a matte finish, which I think is actually closer to the way it looked on the show. Mm. So the 3D printed one uh, is fine. Like it, it looks like it's from the show. The metal one is so shiny. It reflects a ton of light and it actually doesn't look like the one in the show. But I don't care because it looks awesome and it's on my refrigerator right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, look at that. So oh, that's interesting. So you cut it. Uh, so the aluminum bit is the actual symbol, but that mm-hmm. insets in yeah. the brass. Oh, I want this so bad. Right? Cutting out the two parts and then having them just sort of lock together. Mm, so satisfying. All right. Well, that's a rad video you can look at now on YouTube or their site. Uh, so go to punchprops.com or the YouTube video. It's called Star Trek Badges Done Two Ways. Badges. And, uh, we don't need no stinking badges. Yeah, and in this case, I do so want cool. a stinking badge real yeah. bad. Yeah, we'd, we'd need some stinking badges. Those are very cool, Bill. Uh, so check those out. You always leave us a little bonus link before you leave. What do you got there, man? You know it. Uh, this is a YouTube maker named Alexander Chapel. He is building or renovating an apartment in a 130-year-old Oslo Norway building. Oh wow. <laughs> it's it's been really fun to follow. The video I linked is he's waterproofing his bathroom with some really cool new materials I've never heard of before for doing that kind of work. Uh, so if you're interested in home renovation, this build series is right up your alley. He's they've done <laughs> so much to this apartment. It's amazing. I just watched him tumble through a drywall. Yeah. Wall. yeah. Like, that was yeah. awesome. <laughs> Uh, is it is it weird that this kind of work get, makes me anxious because I feel like I'm the worst at it and <laughs> I watch him smiling and doing it and rocking it and I'm yeah. just like that is not me man some people are made for doing this sort of work some people aren't there's nothing nope. wrong with that my brother-in-law Steve is very good at this stuff and mm-hmm. I am the opposite so when the zombies come <laughs> he'll save us all and I will be good sure. at hard drives or whatever the hell's going on <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bill, well done. Always good to have you here, man. And uh, don't forget, punishprops.com is your destination, everybody. Also, Chinbeard on Twitter. Bill, have a great week. We'll see you next time. You got it. See ya. Bye, see man. You, Bill. Always good to talk to Bill. Always. Yeah. Yes, it is. Bill. All right. Bill. <clears throat> and if that Bill. wasn't enough for you, how about some scientific knowledge coming at you at, at warp speed? Uh, in order to enjoy that conversation, we have to play this a little intro here. 
Science. Yeah, that's right. Science with Bobby Frankenberger, who joins us all the way from South Carolina here in the United States of this USA. Hello. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Hey, Bobby, what's going on? Welcome. This USA, not that one. Not the other one. Uh, not the other one you guys are thinking about. The it's deep American South. Uh, <laughs> Bobby, it's good to have you back. Of course, the uh, one of the hosts of uh, All Around Science, fantastic science podcast you should all be subscribed to. Comes on Tuesdays and talks about scientific topics. Yeah, you know what? You're right. You should be subscribed to All Around Science. I agree. Sure. I so. am. I'm subscribed. Are you, people? Mm-hmm. Are you? <laughs> All right. Well, if they're not, they will be after whatever magical thing you're going to tell us about today. What's what's going on out there? Uh, well, I thought we needed a, a bit of a, a COVID update. But before that, since everybody gets um, down about COVID updates, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I thought I would uh, tell you about a, a grad student at Rice University who made a like claw gripper arm oh, out of a this. dead spider. I saw oh, this. Oh god, yeah. Okay, the zombie spiders. Yes, great. Let's and get it, let's get this over with. Here's Bobby. the thing though, <laughs> isn't it like I'm always annoyed by the articles about this cuz it the actual thing is just inflating its joints with air or something. Well, that's right? the cool sure. thing about it to me is um is how it works because so this 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 grad student Faye Yap at uh Rice University just saw like a dead spider on the ground and saw mm-hmm. it curl. You, everybody's seen a dead. Sp- I, I guess we should warn people who don't like spiders. Maybe <laughs> yeah. you want to tune out. Maybe, to, maybe uh, jump ahead a, <laughs> yeah. a few minutes. Yeah. My wife, um, my wife wanted nothing to do with the story when I told her about it. It freaked her out completely. So I, I yeah, feel you. So, um, you know, so you've you've seen dead spiders? They curl up, right? Mm-hmm. They like um, they fold their legs into the center of their their body. Yeah, exactly. So this yeah. grad student, like a great science student, great sciencey person, doesn't just walk by this and then accept it. <laughs> they say, "What? Why does that happen? Like that's that's strange. Why why do all spiders do that?" So they mm. they investigated it and found out. So the legs of spiders, you and I, all of our appendages we have uh we have a muscle set up that's um it's called uh what is it called it's it's antagonistic muscle pairs you've got one one muscle that flexes and then one muscle that allows you to stretch your arm out like, again like right? tricep bicep right kind of like yeah exactly that, yeah front and back or whatever sure spiders do not have this um spider legs and I, I imagine probably other arachnids and 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 many insects also maybe uh, they they have just one muscle that is a flexor muscle that allows them to oh. contract the the uh, the leg and they use hydraulic pressure of fluid movement inside their bodies to to create pressure that causes them to be able to extend it again. Mm-hmm. And so there's a gland or a or a, an organ inside the spider which handles all this pressure. But when the the spider's dead, it doesn't it can't control that hydraulic pressure anymore. So the muscles just take over and just and just cause all the legs to to curl up because that's all that they do. Um, and and so there so you it's, go. Right. So it's almost like having like the um, <laughs> those. Uh, Trying to think of an example, right? Where you you basically you can only pull from the inside to contract something, as opposed to pulling from the outside to have it go open, like those um, 
like those little giraffes where you push the button on the bottom of the there base. There it is. And they That's go, it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, my head was swimming about what that reminded me of, and then you said yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. I hate yeah. those things. When you squeeze them and they go... <laughs> Exactly. But yeah. it's that idea, right? The pre- the the yeah. like when you squeeze your hand, if you didn't have muscles to reopen your hand and you squeeze those right. tendons now it forces your hand to do a thing, it's a bit like that, I guess, mm-hmm. right? Right. Exactly. So um so that's wild. This, Interesting. Never realized student, that, but that makes total sense as to why they curl up. It's just those yeah. those little muscles going So they so they just stuck a syringe of air right into that that gland that that when it's alive does all the hydraulic pressure and just applying a little bit of air into that gland sends the pressure into all the legs and allows it to open up and then close it. Yeah, it's it's it. it's Satan's claw machine, really. Is yeah, what it, it really is. It's really <laughs> is, creepy especially looking. when you see the video. Yeah, yeah, it totally is. It really is something. Now, let me ask you this: like, from the pra- a practicality standpoint, what does this maybe give us? I mean, I, I understand so, it like helps us understand how. It works, and they can lift so much more than their body weight and all that. So but, they're claiming you know. that this would be useful for what they call delicate pick-and-place micro microelectronics, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> sure, I yeah. think maybe they're just doing something cool, and you kind of, if you want to research more, you have to convince people that it's worth researching, and so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but there is a there is a whole area of of research into understanding natural um, engineering systems and natural ways that that the natural world does does all sorts of different things that we we might just over engineer and figuring out how does it how does it work in the world you know there's this whole um, soft robotics movement you might have heard of oh yeah yeah uh, where they you, if you've ever if you've seen it in the news you've seen it in in the uh, the tube robots that they make that you can inflate with air and they can dig underground and they look like sandworms and stuff sure. um, oh, okay but uh but the the point is <laughs> like oh that sounds terrible anyway it sounds horrible i know it's like oh i haven't heard of this and maybe i was better off not hearing about this Dang. The, the point is they're very small robots they're certainly not that big yeah. okay um, all right but uh, the point is that that's worse. Can, actually, now that I think about it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, oh. they, you know, don't worry about it. They can get under your house. They can yeah, go inside your. your uh, totally your skin. fine. Oh, don't worry about it, Brian. It's fine. <laughs> totally All right, fine. Yeah, yeah. We'll move on. No issues. The idea being that if we can take advantage of some of these nature-inspired systems, then maybe we can expand how we use robotics instead of like imagine what it would take to engineer leg a claw arm that that does spider legs exactly the same way, but but using all you know, like metal and wires and all this kind of stuff. Is there mm-hmm. is there a way that we can, you know, figure out how do, how does how does the natural world do this, and is there a better way for us to? Well, do it? even so uh, even science fiction is always, I think, presumed this idea that the more realistic, you know, that when you get to data versus some metal robot that's building cars, but you get to an actual fleshy humanoid type yeah. robot, mm-hmm. that the way we get there, or even aliens, a good example, is with synthetic organics they're not necessarily meant to match human organics but they're like similar in the way that they work there's tendons they may be made out of some other material and there may be a form of blood but it comes out all like white paint or whatever in those original movies i think i think that assumption's always been there so now it just sounds like science is like well yeah of course we got to start making you know rubber feet and stuff that isn't giant clomping metal chunks and things like that 
That makes sense. Well, our technology is catching up and making it easier for us to do those. Yeah. Then they'll put the Dolly brain in there. The Dolly, uh, not many, but the other one that's making insane realistic uh, AI pictures. They put that brain in there. And then this thing takes over Dolly and murder. Lama? Put yeah, the this Dolly thing Lama's brain in there? kills I th- us all. I thought you meant Dolly the sheep. So. No, Dolly the the D A L E thing. The the yes, the, uh, the the AI, AI painting thing comes up with uh, what you describe in artwork form. Yeah, yeah, and the real the and not the mini one everyone's doing online, but the real one cool. that you can't get into right now. That shit. Is then you could walk up crazy. to the robot, give it a phrase for inspiration, and it will invent a dance for you. That that uh. Boom. Oh God. Boom. Yeah. You've described everyone's nightmare. Well done. Um, all right. Well, assuming we survive uh, the next variation of a stupid virus, uh, maybe we'll get there. But tell me about how that's going. Where are we at? What's the update? Well, so there's not a lot of update for how the virus is going. We all know it's spreading and it's spreading faster because of that BA5 that's going around. Yeah. And we know a lot about that. But I, I thought... Um, I know I was wondering this, and and then I saw an article that that helped me understand what's going on. I kept wondering, you know, a little while ago, uh, people fifty and up were able to get boosters over the summer, right? Did, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if if didn't one or both of you guys get your boosters recently? I, I did. did. We both of us. Yeah, hey, we got the same right. day, didn't got, we? Got, or day apart? We did get same day or day apart, but he got his uh, shingles booster on the same day, which waylaid right. him. And, yeah, yeah, and the same That's arm. Right. Oh my gosh, those bastards! It hurt so bad. Yeah, it was very yeah. cute that you guys both got it on the same. I know. <laughs> we were COVID twins. It was great. COVID, yeah. COVID buddies. I COVID hope when twinsies. we look. I hope when we finally get COVID that we get it the same day. That'd be cool. Oh, I do too. Be because yeah. uh, yeah. then then neither of us could hold it over the other one and say me. <laughs> you got it. And I didn't. Right. Plus, if we it's need like, like the you know 2022 version of two two best friends getting pregnant at the same time. That's right. That's right. <laughs> kind of is, and, yes. in a, and in a way, you are pregnant just with a virus. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I, I thought, why isn't it? I, I I thought we any day now, we'd be getting that expanded up to, out to to everybody being able to get their booster. I haven't been able to get my booster yet. Right. Um, and I kept wondering when is that going to happen? Any day now. And it oh. turns out, according to um, I guess some sources who know, the I I saw this on a Ars Technica article there. Um, they're basically decided that the summer booster is not going to be opened up to the general public um, and that they're going to wait until the fall to get everybody uh, their boosters. And there's a lot of debate about whether or not, you know, experts are debating about whether or not this is a good idea and whatnot. But that's the de- that looks like what the decision is. Um, the CDC and the FDA have believe that this is the way to go is to wait and um, and I thought it would be nice to say not only that so that people know, but also explain what their reasoning is behind that. Yeah. Uh, which is that uh, basically the idea is that um, in the fall, there will be just like every fall with with these uh, endemic seasonal viruses in the fall and winter, there's going to be another surge of of whatever is out there. Mm-hmm. It's going right. to be the flu and this. Um, it's just the way things go. Um, y- and so the idea being, if we can wait until the fall to get everybody their booster, not only can it be closer to when the surge is going to be, but also oh. the the main reason they decided to go ahead and wait is because now they're going to be introducing a new 
um, next generation bivalent vaccine. Bivalent means that it's just got two. It's attacking two things at once. Um, the flu, the flu vaccine, for example, is a multivalent vaccine. It attacks um, many strains of the flu all at once. Um, so this this would be the first bivalent vaccine that is that is designed to, um, or the the first bivalent COVID vaccine Got it. that is designed to to target both the ancestral strain, which we talked about not too long ago, is means you know the original strain. And the new BA four slash five variants that are going around right now. Interesting. Um, so hopefully, it's still based uh, right on that, now. There's is it still ahead. based on that technology though? The MR yes, it's still going to be an mRNA vaccine. It's yeah. not next generation in the sense that it's a new technology. It's just a next generation in the sense that it's going to be covering the current vac- the current variants that are around right now as well as the original one because most of the vaccines that are out there are are attacking the original one. Because COVID is, at its core, it's essentially it's still COVID. It's still the same idea, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can and and you still have some protection against it. it it's just with these new vaccines, protection is waning mm. um, because of how how the virus is changing. So they want to update it, and that would be the they're idea. They're gonna there. if it ever becomes endemic. They have to update it. <laughs> like we, right. we, we have it's, to get ahead of it. It's more or less endemic. There's, there's nothing. Yeah. I don't know if it's. I don't know if they've officially stamped it with the endemic seal. Yeah. Yet, but um, but it, that's it, it's it's endemic. It's, it's like it's the flu thing. now, where we're gonna have to every year do mm-hmm. a, there'll be a vaccine yeah. every year, and that and that makes sense to me. I hope that I mean I feel like we're heading that way, right? Aren't we? We are. Yeah. Like every year, yeah, yeah. Go you're going to my... be getting this. The, the question is less about whether or not you're going to be getting it every year, and and more about are you going to have to get it more than once in a year. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, yeah. We're still figuring that out. The virus is still changing all the time, and it may continue to change like this. And slowly, you're probably going to stop hearing about all the different variants, just like you don't hear about flu variants. Yeah, um, it'll be you know those just, people in the early days were like, man, it's just like the flu. Well, now you're getting close to being correct, just in a way you weren't thinking. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and and because early on, it's it's very different from the flu in the fact that it's a different virus. But it, the the reason those comparisons are so bad before is because we didn't know how to deal with it. Yeah, um, like we knew how to deal with the flu. Right. Um, but uh, some of the debate that's going around, like so, uh, some of the other reasons that they have for for wanting to wait is that um, there's there basically in the in the realm of public health. It's it can be confusing. You ha- you have to think about how the how the general population is going to receive the information that you give them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so some people are wondering, well, why don't we just offer up the current booster that's here now and then allow people to again get the booster in the fall? And that seems like a reasonable sure um, alternative. And some people like like everybody's favorite uh, epidemiologist. Anthony Fauci, he thinks that that's the way that you should do it. Everyone's uh, favorite. That we should be doing it. <laughs> yeah, there's some people who would. Uh, there, he's. Um, let's put it this way. <laughs> I've heard. Uh, I I know someone personally who said, if I could, I'd go to his house and murder him. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, that guy's. Uh, he's convinced. He that is he, no stranger to people hating him. You know, he's been around. This this. I feel like this COVID thing is what everybody knows him for now. But his claim to fame was. AIDS, having right? to deal with um, the HIV 
an AIDS epidemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there um, was a lot of there was a lot of hoo-ha back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's no stranger to literally death threats. <laughs> yeah. Um, because of the way that that he's, you know, advised and handled those kinds of things. But sure, sure. but yeah, he thinks he thinks, yes, we should we should go ahead and get it now because right now we're in the middle of a big surge. It's if you look at the the transmissibility map on the CDC website, it's all red again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all high spread right now. Yeah, and so he thinks, well, while, while that's happening, we should go ahead and get him. But other people say, um, well, if we give people access to a vaccine now, if we tell them to go get their boosters now, and then in a couple of months we tell them to go get their boosters again, it's going to con- cause confusion. Sure. Um, like, why are you telling me you just told me to get it, um, and now you're telling me to get it again, and you might actually have less uptake of the booster in the long run. And that's what the FDA and CDC seem to think um, in terms of, you know, trying to analyze how socially how people are going to to react and respond to these types of messaging. Just wait, mm-hmm. get a better vaccine mm-hmm. and and give it to them then. That's because we're, we're, that we're simple minded uh, doughheads and we don't. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I tend to lean that way and what I think is probably the right way to go because because of those reasons. But there are other people who think that, well, by the time we get there, um, some people are saying, well, there's no guarantee that the current BA4 and BA5 variants are even going to be like if you're waiting because it's going to have the new the new variants protection in there. There's no guarantee that that'll be the dominant strain by then. We could have another variant by then, yeah, which is a valid concern. It's true. I um, mean, at the rate they're going, you it seems likely we'll have a new variant by then, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's none on the map right now. There's none on the radar um, currently. And usually we have a little bit of a, a heads up before they start to get to get big. But um, but it, there's no we don't know. Um, and that's another reason that some people are saying, let's just with what we have now, just give people boosters now. Because work with what we know and yeah. not take – why take this gamble? Sure. Um, do you, do you think the recent – I know you've probably seen it, but there was this recent release of this massive study to try to finally get to the bottom of where did this thing originate? And they, yeah. they're they like 99 point something per percent sure that it was one of these wet market animal trade things. Yeah. Uh, I'm no PETA guy or anything. I'll eat, I'll <laughs> eat a steak, Okay. But yeah. do you think this has any movement toward shutting that kind of stuff down? Uh, not that we have, I don't mean we have the power to do that, but I mean, sure, as, sure. A, as a world, are we, are we ready to go, ooh, maybe those things aren't so great because we got, you know, that's how bird flu kind of comes out of that stuff. Like shit jumps from animals to humans in these wet yeah. markets. Is there a way to yeah. shut that stuff down? And I, my guess is probably not. There's, it's like too big of a deal yeah. or it's too hard to control or I, I, don't, I don't know. How that goes. I think, um, and we're firmly in my opinion territory now. Um, the, uh, I think, I think it's really easy for us in our particular U.S. centric position and where we sit in the world economy to say shut it all down because we don't rely on them as much. Yeah. Um, but there are other places in the world which uh, it's it's an ingrained part of their economy are these wet markets. They they they're very important culturally and economically. So I doubt that that's going to. I mean, it's raising awareness, and and maybe, maybe there. If I had to guess, the more likely thing is that there will be more of a focus on trying to make them safer and more sanitary. Interesting. Um, okay. But uh, well, that's but a I don't, step in the right direction, right? Like it's it's not. It'd be great if you could just shut them down. But if they can't do that, if they can at least get some standards going or something. 
Right. I don't yeah. know what that would be. Yeah, exactly. Because the open-air markets are just, you know, they're already difficult to to keep safe and sanitary and everything like that. So just, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know much about it. So, but if I had to guess, I would say that that's more likely what's going to happen. Down with wet markets, more dry markets, <laughs> more dry markets. That's right. Get it dry. Whatever you got to do. Um, all right. Well, it's fascinating stuff as always. Uh, oh, the last thing yeah. I, I didn't mention is just real quick yep. is that they're looking at originally they were going to say an October, November rollout for these new vaccines that, that they're focused on now. Um, apparently there are unnamed officials in the Biden administration who told some New York Times reporters that uh, that companies are, are saying that they can probably get it out by September, but they're, you know, who knows what that, it, like, they're unnamed officials. I don't know what that means. Yeah, but right. um, It so, means, it means it's probably. It's the almost equivalent of many people. Yeah. Many people yeah. have told me. <laughs> many people tell me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we need some uh, hard sources on that, but. Yeah. Uh, if if that's the case, that seems I don't know. I'm all about get this stuff going, man. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, but I'm also yeah. the guy I that mean, says if I you want to put were, it. If it were just for me, I'd yeah. say please let me just go ahead and get the booster. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, like that's what I want to do. But if I'm thinking about the population as a whole, it, it might be better to to make the messaging less confusing. Yeah, yeah. I agree um, with that. Going into t- the fall, totally could see that. Yeah. Um, Give us some visuals showing the. Boom <laughs> of the of everybody getting the vaccine at the same time, and then the uh, the <laughs> right the, the the virus disappearing slowly. Yeah, that'd be great. Right. Let's eradicate this shit. How about that? Yeah, I always yeah. hate that thing, and I know it's it's true, but it will ne- it's never possible because it just isn't. There's just no way at scale this works. But this idea that we're always twelve days away from that virus being gone forever. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. But it would interesting. But it would mean everybody. Every single human being locks themselves in a room, doesn't do anything for 12 days, and truly does that, it goes away. You're done. Whoever had it, it's now through them and they're done. Anybody else, they don't have it, they're done. You're done. But we can never do it. Even you could say 30 days. Like, let's give us a little buffer space. We're always 30 days away. But try to get 8 billion people on board. Not going to freaking happen. No, no. Well, two things to say about that. First, um, if we can't convince uh, of a fraction of 1% of the world's population to just uh, end world hunger by giving away their money, <laughs> I doubt we're going to convince everybody in the world to stay in their house. Exactly. For it's just not possible. Yeah. But isn't that annoying yeah. to know that, like, that? <laughs> can't get everybody uh, in agreement on how to wear a mask? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the idea, right. the idea that it's just that, it's that close, but we can't. But yeah, hum, but, human but beings. The, the second part is, and yeah. and some people in the chat room are already saying it, is that there are animal reservoirs for for these also. So well, yeah, but uh, then you know, there's a way. Technically, we just wipe out all the animals. Yeah, just kill all the animals. Everybody <laughs> yeah. stay inside for two weeks. You don't even have to watch the animals. Yeah, though. you'll be in your house. I'm sure it won't mess with any key parts <laughs> of the ecosystem or anything. Just no, wipe yeah, them all no out. No food chain uh, issues. No, none yeah, of that. Exactly. But it's just humanity <laughs> at scale. It's impossible. It just yeah. you, this is just what it is, man. Right. I mean, in hell, somebody just got polio and got paralyzed the other day, or whatever their deal is. And I'm like, polio, oh, the, yeah, freaking polio coming back in New York City is going to be a thing. Yeah, because, it uh, is a thing, and it's so annoying. Yeah. And why is it? Because some people decided not to get vaccinated. Not just some people. Apparently, there's only like a sixty percent vaccination rate in New York right for now for polio. Wow. Um, for polio. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. 
man. I, 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 that's me remembering a headline that I saw. So nobody yeah. quote me on that. I don't know if that's uh, those numbers are true. But I got the polio shot, and I. Uh, had a dream that I was Franklin Delano Roosevelt that night. <laughs> Delano? What was his well, name? Yeah, Delano. Yeah, I, mean, you both I got said it, Delano. So. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of Eleanor Roosevelt. What I'm doing? <laughs> Delano. Hey, Brian. A little, a little uh, merging there. I like it of the names. So. I like, just like the way you said it. You're like uh, Delano. Like a question. <laughs> That was great. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, We'll talk more next week about other cool science stuff. But in the meantime, uh, All Around Science is doing stuff. What's going on this week? Uh, Well, this uh, episode that just came out yesterday of All Around Science, we we went deep into all that James Webb Space Telescope that I gave everybody a preview on last week. And we talked a lot about all the different things, some of the stuff we've seen in our solar system, planets we've seen in other solar systems, as well as like galaxies. There's a new one. Even younger now that I just saw yesterday, they found another one that's only 233 million years after the Big Bang. So it's just amazing. There's tons of cool wow. stuff coming out of James Webb all the time. Yeah. So check that out. And all none, Around Science is none, the name of the podcast. Nothing in that way. James Webb Telescope is uh, is actually anti-Semitic. Just the guy it's named after, everybody. Yeah. So <laughs> the, the actual telescope freaking loves Jewish people, for real. <laughs> Yeah. It's just the guy they're named after. Really? A little trouble. Really? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah I don't. I, I know. I don't know about anti-Semitic. You might be right about that, but I know he was also apparently not really didn't have some great views about um, sexuality and gender either. Oh yeah. Oh jeez. Yeah, he's <sighs> a he's a turd. The web guy. He's long dead, right? He's not around anymore, or is he? Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah. He's a dead dude, Good. but Good. you know, guys of a certain generation. Good. Yeah. Glad he's dead. Good. I'm Good. glad he's dead. <laughs> Fine. We named a thing after him. Anyway, uh, that's it. Hey, Bobby, have a great week. And, uh, you know, it's my hope that between now and then you'll have some amazing new science to tell us about us next week. So be here. You know it. All right, man. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Sweet. All right. Uh, That's it for the show. Quick note. uh, Tonight, 3.30 Mountain Time this afternoon, uh, there will be a Play Retro episode of uh, Play Retro. It's a podcast all about old video games. We're talking about the Strike series, like Desert Strike, Jungle Strike, uh, d- uh, the other ones whose names escape me at the moment. Uh, uh, pizza Strike. Pizza Strike. Uh, dining dining Strike. Third Strike. Uh, uh, angry Strike. Angry Strike. <laughs> that was my least favorite Spice Girl. Glad they got rid of Angry Strike. Um, anyway, Strike Series is one of my all-time favorites. I played all the Genesis games back in the day. We're going to look at uh, that That's series cool. and what what it brought to uh, the future of games because there's a lot that you don't know about that whole thing. So that's today, 3.30 Mountain Time and uh, wherever you get your podcasts if you can't watch live. Uh, Brian, you got anything today coming out, going on? Happening? I don't. I think uh, it's just me prepping for Coverville this week and uh, and maybe you know maybe putting on a little party hat and going out and doing some lifting. I won't put on a party hat. That's kind of silly. but uh, You should do it. Wear your no, fez. No, do the fez. Not. I don't want any... Uh, that that's That's an area... You know, I love all you guys saying happy birthday and stuff. I don't want strangers. <laughs> well, what if you it's wore like, the you fez hat? Me. The fez hat would be cool, though. Put oh, that that's on. true. I do have a good fez hat. Is it uh, too tall for my car? Might be. Oh, I don't know. I don't know either. Boy, you get into a lift ride with a guy wearing uh, a Bob Ross Hawaiian shirt and a fez hat. Are you going to just hop out immediately, or do you feel like you're going to get a good ride for your for your buck? <sighs> I feel like. You know what? I think I would actually. I think I would Let be positive. Let me sing you some of my original music. <laughs> 
I think I would be positive on that. If I saw somebody with a fez hat, I would actually go, no, this seems like a cool dude who's like having a good time with this job. Okay. All right. So I think I would actually not we'll see, see that as maybe. a detriment. Maybe. Yeah. But maybe. We'll see. Uh, in the meantime, check it out, everybody. If you go to patreon.com slash TMS, you can sign up for a whole new month of TMS and do it for as low as a dollar a month. That's patreon.com slash TMS. You guys are amazing. If you're not already there, do consider it. It helps support your favorite morning show. Frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. And keep those emails rolling. The morning stream at gmail.com. We're out of here. Uh, there's nothing to do but play a song, I guess. So you have all one. We can do. Yeah. It's all we can do, Scott. Yeah. Hugh wrote in, said, hi, Scott and Brian. Here's an easy any day is fine request from me. I was watching guitar demo videos and came across this amazing band called Hot Crazy who do a great cover of Wannabe that I think everyone, or that I think will appease Brian's inner Spice Girls fan. Oh, there's nothing inner about my Spice Girls fan. It is, oh. I wear that on my on my Bob Ross covered sleeve. Yeah, it's an innie and an outie is that thing. It's an innie and an outie. Yeah. It also rocks, so I think it'll appease everyone else too. This band is so great. It's totally worth checking out their other song, Manly and Heels. They deserve all the recognition. I'm not sure if they're indie, don't know how to check, but if they are, that would be great. Any of the middle track someday too. Thanks, signed, Hugh. Uh, yeah, this is, it's my birthday and I, I, I say it's time for a rockin' Spice Girls cover. This actually, this really does rock and the video that goes along with it is, uh, uh, a hundred shades of crazy as well. Uh, this is a band called hot crazy. This is uh, one of two singles they've released online. I want to see more from these guys. It's a cover of the Spice Girls wannabe.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Oh, that sucks. Oh, that was me. <laughs>